thinking of more in 2024. This is part two. Now I'm going to go to each one of those scriptures. And tonight, just for time's sake, I'm going to read them up there. I'm not going to read this. So if you'll put them up there, you remember them from this morning. Proverbs 23, verse 7. Is it up there? Amplified. What's happening at the back there? Are they still awake? Are you awake? Okay. Where is it? Oh, there we are. For, he, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. How do you think? As one who reckons, he says to you, eat and drink, yet his heart is not with you. But is grudging the cost. Judging, grudging, <laughs> judging the cost. Let's go to Romans 12, verse two. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs. I want you to see there is no mention of being fashioned spiritually, fashioned after and adapted to an external superficial means it's very shallow. There's no value. But be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude. I've never thought of this before. Of course you haven't, because it's new. <laughs> Hello? Can you see? When you read the Word, suddenly you see a new value system. Suddenly you see a new ethical system. There is no such thing as a white lie. It's a lie. An exaggeration is a lie. An exaggeration is a lie. Okay? By new ideals and new attitude so that you may prove, not me, not the leadership, not Granny, Grandpa, Uncle Joe or Auntie Mary, so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you? Whose sight? Not our sight. Nobody in this church's sight. God's sight. Come on, family. Take the Word of God literally because that's how you're supposed to do it. How does God see you? He's not looking to condemn you. He's just told you. Let's go to the next scripture. Romans 12 verse 2, we've just done Ephesians 3.20. Get ready for a roller coaster ride in the faith. Now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power, not your power. Well, I don't know about that. Not your power, his power. That is at work within us. Don't tell God He's a liar. It's not a good place to be. Look what He said. That His power, that is at work within us, is able to carry out. He's not asking you and I to do it. He's asking us to simply believe. Simply believe. Simply believe carry out His purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond. What does the word infinitely mean? We don't have a time now for English language, but beyond our highest prayers. Highest. 
What's the highest prayer you've ever prayed, family? What's that highest prayer you have ever prayed? He says he goes beyond that. What's the desire you have? Don't you young people, don't you be so stupid and take the first jerk, ladies, who comes along and similarly with the men. If she's a dripping tap, give her back to her mother. (laughs) Yo, I think I'm gonna get fired. (laughs) Highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams, or dreams. What's in your heart? Oh yeah, but you don't know. That's an excuse. There's the truth. If you believe that, it'll come to pass. If you believe that, it will come to pass. If you believe that, it will come to pass. Let's go to the final scripture. Philippians 4 verse 8. For the rest, brethren, that's talking to us as the church, right? For the rest, family, whatever is true, whatever is true, whatever is true, don't get into this thing. I just want to share something with you. You want to scandal. Whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honourable and seemingly whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious. These are values of the kingdom. If ever there is any virtue, the Bible says that when they touched, when the woman touched Jesus, virtue flowed from Him. Is that what the Bible says? Yes, and excellence, and she was instantly healed. If there is anything worthy of praise, anything, 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 think on and weigh and take an account of these things. Fix your mind on these things. It's so simple, isn't it, family? It's just so simple. So let's go to 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14. Put some more scripture in there. I don't want to give you my opinion. I want to give you the Word. Because the Word is what works. But the natural mind does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to Him. The natural mind, that's a mind that's not renewed. Now all of us, every single one of us, are busy with the process of renewal of the mind. For they are foolishness to Him, nor can He know them because they are spiritually discerned. Listen, nor can He know them. You cannot, family, you cannot sit as a spiritual person and take counsel from an ungodly person. You cannot do that. I don't care how many degrees they've got. You cannot do that. You mustn't do that. Yeah, but they're an economist. Well, look at the state of the economy with all the economists, with due respect. Have you noticed? Nobody says categorically what's going to happen. I think perhaps if 
whatever, and then consider this. That's their opinion. No wonder nothing works. But the Word of God doesn't work that way. Jesus said, in abundance to the full, till it overflows. Isn't that what He said? He said, you simply have to believe that. That's it. That's it. If you're obedient, you know, if you believe, you'll be, you'll, you'll be obedient. Okay? Because they are spiritually discerned. So don't try and create, please, family, don't try and take this word and create a formula. This is how faith works. Hear it and faith grows. You're not responsible for the faith growing. God's Word does that. God's Word is fruitful. So in the early days of my walk with the Lord, when He would give me the Word, I would simply say to myself, many times while I was trying to, because when I grew up in, because I didn't know Jesus, I, had, I was Mr. Why. Everything, anybody did something, I wonder why they're doing that. What do they want? That's how I would think, okay? Because I'd been let down many times in life. And so I had a why mentality until God gave me a G mentality, J mentality, sorry, I'm spelling Jesus wrong. J mentality. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? So to receive things from the Spirit, we must. It is so important. Some of you are going to say, I've heard this message before. I've heard it hundreds of times from the Spirit of God and I still listen to Him. And it goes as follows. The things to receive the things of the Spirit of God, we must allow for continual transformation of the mind continually. The mind, the human mind, according to the Word of God, needs to be renewed in perpetuity. You never get finished with it. If you can get that, you don't go for a month, six months, a year, two years, five years, 10 years, and say, I've got it. If you go through my Bible, the Scriptures that I speak so often are all underlined. When I was with the Lord this afternoon, guess where He takes me? Scriptures that He has taken me to hundreds of times. But I don't argue, I go there. Some of the Scriptures He gave me, I'm not even speaking tonight, but the Holy Ghost, while I was fellowshipping with the Father, took me there. Do you understand? So that's why I want you to see. Why? Because He knows what's coming in the new week. So He's going to start breaking the bread of life for me so I know and I'm prepared. I go, okay, Lord, now I understand why You gave me that Scripture. And I take out that sword and I use it. And the Holy Ghost gives me the skill on how to use it. So here's one of the Achilles heel in believers' lives. There is a lack of urgency to renew their minds. Manana, manana, manana. Muera es nochadach. That's how we live. But you don't do that with the devil because he takes you out. 
That's not a fear tactic, that's a truth. You must have an urgency. I'm not talking about stress. I'm talking about instantly obey. He says it, don't reason it, take that scripture and meditate on it because he's renewing your mind. He's preparing you. Some of you want to be millionaires. How can you be a millionaire if you don't know how to believe? You can be a millionaire in the flesh. Oh Lord, I don't want to go there. So, so that we prove what is His good, acceptable and perfect will. Do you know what His acceptable will is? Do you know what His good will is? Do you know what His perfect will is? This is not hidden from us, family. As a pastor, I've heard countless times, I don't know what the will of God is. That is not true. That's because there's a lack of renewing your mind. God is not trying to hide things from you. God is trying to empower you and I. We are not, He's, he's made a promise to us. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. But our part is to allow ourselves the discomfort of learning our mind and getting it renewed. Come on, family. Come on. So God literally invites you tonight. I've been invited because I was with Him this afternoon. He literally invites you tonight to prove Him. Is that what the Bible says? Put it up there. Where's Romans 12 to? Please, would you put up Romans 12 to? It's back up. What happened? Where's it gone? This thing's far too slow. Must be a spirit thing, this. Must move quickly. Amen. Look at this. Prove. How do you prove something? You got to do it. Haven't you? Haven't you? Come on. So that prove, that word literally means test me. Oh, I never do that. That's God Almighty. You're a son and a daughter. You're not an orphan. Stop thinking like an orphan. Think like a son and a daughter. Caleb's out of the house. He still goes into my fridge. He's a son in the house. That status never changes. Do you understand? Think like a son. God literally invites His people to prove, to test. So just because of time, it's already 22, 8. I'm just gonna drop these with you. You go do your own Bible study with this. Don't be lazy and expect me to do everything for you. You know, it's fine feeding a two-year-old, 
but when they're 16, they must feed themselves. Amen. Good in the sense of benefit, what it means. That's what it means. His goodwill in the sense of benefit, in the sense of good things. Acceptable. Where we are in full agreement with Him. Understanding that when we walk in that promise, He will agree with us. He will not judge us. He's not trying to judge you. Your sin has been judged. Now, obviously, if you continue in sin, well, the consequences are gonna be dire. But you understand once you've repented and even if you make a mistake during tomorrow morning, you repent. That's what you do. That's why the blood is there. And as your mind gets renewed, you'll find you have less reasons to run to the throne for repentance and more reasons to say, what would you have me do, Lord? What would you have me do, Lord? What would you have me do? So fully agreeable, well-pleasing. That's what it means. When we prove His acceptable will. Now what pleases Him? Faith. In what? His Word. That's what pleases Him. Can you see how simple this is? Perfect. The perfect area. Well, you, you know, I'm just human. I can never be perfect. Well, that's not what the Bible says. Because you see, the Bible's not talking about perfection of the flesh. It's talking about perfection of a salvation in Christ where we are obedient unto death. That meaning we're not dying off Physically, we're dying to self. And that's what brings about completeness in our life. Where when we pray or say, it works. Why? Because I'm not about to ask God to give me your car, because that's covetousness. I just want to illustrate. You say, what if I ask for the wrong thing? Dodo. If you're listening to the Word, you can't do that. Come on, family. What if I ask for, well, what if it's not God's will? If it's in His Word, it is His will. That's why I speak to weather. I love you. I didn't call you a dodo. A dodo is actually a bird. So what this is speaking of, listen, it's bringing us to a place of moral and spiritual character development. That's what perfection is in this context. And of course, we could spend a lot of time on there. But it also speaks to the mental character. Do you know that your mind can be renewed to an extent that it will not buckle? Did you know that? That it will not vacillate. Your mind can be renewed to that degree that it is resolute. God said it, 
I believe it, that settles it, and I receive it. That's it. It's really simple. Amen. So His will is His Word. What is His will? It's not a trick question, I just told you. Thank you. But listen to this. This word, get this. This word is His desire for your life. This word gives Him pleasure in your life for your pleasure. Thought about that? You think God wants you to sleep on a bed that squeaks and breaks every time you get on it? Come on, family. Watch this. Luke 12, 32. Do not fear, little flock. If you remember, Luke 12 is about worry. But Jesus is speaking. He says, isn't this beautiful words? Think of this. He calls us his little flock. Do not fear, little flock. Term of endearment. Listen. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Work, work. No, he didn't say that. He said give. He said, give. The work we do are the works of Christ as the Holy Ghost directs us. Seeking the promises of God is what has the inherent power in it. Many years ago, I was talking to the Lord about business. I'm gonna take up an offering after this. No, I'm only joking. But some of you have heard me say it. And I said to the Lord, I said, as I was inquiring to do business by the Spirit, according to God's way, and there was a massive financial need. And I said, Lord, what do I do? He said, go to Malachi. I said, I know Malachi. I tithe already, Lord. I know that. What else? He said, go to Malachi. I went to Malachi. I read it. I can quote it. 10, 11, and 12. But I read it in agreement with him. He said, now let it work. I went, what? He said, let it work. Huh? He said, speak it all the time. Send it out to work for you. Now I've got a part to play. I do the tithe. Then I speak the word and the word works. And what do I do? I learn how to receive. Are you hearing me? It's so simple. 
If you don't listen carefully, you'll go straight over your ears. Amen? Matthew 24, 35, in that context, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain. Do you have the confidence, family? And as you renew your mind to God's word, you see, though a righteous man falls seven times, he will rise again. But the wicked shall fall by calamity. Because you know what the church does? They look at the wicked and they say, look how they're prospering. Don't do that. Don't do that. Malachi talks about that and many other places. Don't envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. Amen? Amen. So we're seeing when we do this, when we renew our mind, go with me to 2 Corinthians 4.16 and I'm going to close. 2 Corinthians 4.16. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16. I'm reading it from my Bible. You're going to read it probably on the screen behind me. Therefore, do not lose heart. Why? Would the Bible say, don't lose heart if it were not possible for us to lose heart? You see, faith leaks. Today's faith won't be there tomorrow. You've got to get new bread, new faith through the Word. Amen. Keep feeding your spirit man faith. Keep feeding your spirit man faith. Amen. Therefore, the message of that is in the manner. Watch what the Lord was teaching them. You've got to learn, Israelites, that I'm the same every day. So he told them, don't store anything. Only on the seventh day. Are we like that, believers? Are we in a place where we know when God's Word speaks and it's the day before the day we need it, we know why we got it. When we get up in the morning and we spend time with the Lord and He speaks to us and we say, that's for Auntie Joe and that crazy man. No, it's for you. Stop always trying to give it to somebody else. Take it to yourself. Let it become a reality in your life. It's amazing how many people get words for other people, but they cannot hear God for themselves. Their own lives are in a damn mess. But they got a word for somebody else. Sorry if I get a bit passionate about this. I've got a word for you. Renew your mind. Come on. It's amazing how we do this, family. And the enemy keeps us busy with this stuff and we wheel spinning week in, week out. We love God. We're sincere with God. But we're going nowhere. We're going to heaven, thank God. But he wants more than that. Amen. 
Let's read the scripture and we'll close. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. The man, the inner man cannot be renewed without the word every day. Look, the inner man is being renewed day by day. So your age, young, old, middle-aged, or just breathing, it's not an excuse. I'm serious. The Bible says so. Do not lose heart. There's no condition here that's an exclusion. Then he says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, he's talking in the context of eternity and relatively speaking to where we are and we get an affliction and we quit. He says, he's telling us, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more and exceedingly weight of glory. Think about that. Isn't that turning that old test on his head? Now, if your mind is renewed to this, then that's what you're going to believe. When you're in that temptation, when you're in that situation. <clears throat> then he says in verse 18, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. While you're renewing your mind, while you're renewing your mind, you may not be seeing the manifestation. But it's working. It's working, okay? While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Many years ago, I was in prayer, and the Lord just said to me this. He said, son, get a perspective on the eternal. He's not talking about going to heaven. He knows that's done. But you see, when I get to heaven, there's going to be a big blowtorch. It's the fire of God. And so here comes Craig, been in the ministry 40 years. Okay, Jesus, where do I sit? And the fire comes. And it burns up everything. But my salvation. So all I've got is a cloth of righteousness. That's what's going to happen. Because only works of faith will stand, not your great word for the next person. Come on, family. Glory to God. Thinking more in 24. Come on. What's God still going to do? Lots. I'm expecting Jesus to arrive any moment. But when I look at the earth, I think there's still a long way to go. So I'm going to labor 
in the Lord. Enjoy life on this time because there's a big fire waiting to check my works. And that's not why I do what I do. I do because I love him. But I'm reminded to him that overcomes. You see, he's wooing us all the time like a lover. Wooing us, wooing us, wooing us. He loves on us through his word. He doesn't condemn us. Always remember that. He can't say there is no condemnation and then condemn us because he doesn't lie. Amen. So 24 is the year that you could definitely have more, but you have to change the way you think at the moment. So even for me, having run my race for a while, I've got to keep changing the way I see things. Why? Because in the spirit, things are dynamic. Amen? Things are dynamic. They're changing. They're not changing because God's changing. He's changing the world's situation I'm in to line up with heaven. That's the change. So if I want to live with this old stale manna, then I don't get to eat the fresh manna. And I'm after the fresh manna. How about you? It's nothing worse than stale bread. You can toast it. But if it's too old, you can't even toast it. You can even taste the stale through the toast. How do I know? I've tried it. Amen. God bless you, family. Please. There's no limit to what God can do. God's given you the word. Now it's up to you. And every Sunday he'll bring the word and then it's up to us. And I don't know about you, but I want him to have pleasure in me. Wouldn't you like that? I mean, wouldn't you like to, don't you like to please your, your natural father? No? Oh, okay. Wrong place. I'll try on the next church somewhere else and see how they feel about pleasing their father. Obviously, you don't like it. Sorry, Mark and Denise, but it is what it is. <laughs> Did you shake your head? Yes. Huh? You just have to cook. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, he has a good cook. Any men in the house? <laughs> I'll give you a little secret. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach, particularly when he's over 40, but I hope you won't have to wait that long. <laughs>